today I have a very special message for you. And I want to start by uh, building a foundation from God's Word in Colossians chapter 3. If you want to turn to Colossians chapter 3. Are you ready? If you're ready, say, I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay. So Colossians 3 verse 1 to 3, it says, The Apostle Paul said this, If then you were raised with Christ, seek those things which are above where Christ is, sitting at the right hand of God, set your mind on things above, not on things on the earth, for you died and your life is hidden with Christ in God. So look at that again, and this is a key portion of scripture or key portion of the text that says, set your mind. Everybody say, set your mind. So those of you watching online, type in the chat, my mind is set. Or I'm setting my mind. So set your mind on things above, not on earthly things. Set your mind on things that last, things that are eternal, things that matter to God instead of things that are temporary, on things that do not last. Rather, set your mind on things that are eternal. Amen? Well, before we get into the Word, let us pray. Father, I thank you for the opportunity that I have to bring the Word this morning. I thank you, Holy Spirit, that you speak through me clearly, accurately, bringing understanding that you remove all confusion. Thank you, Lord, that your word penetrates every heart, that we don't leave here the same way we came in, but we leave knowing that you are in control of our destiny, that you have a plan, that you have a purpose for each and every single one of us. And in advance, we give you glory, honor, and praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Bump your neighbor and say, I'm ready. My mind is set. Okay. So during the Civil War, a Union soldier from Ohio was shot in the arm during the Battle of Shiloh. His captain saw that he was wounded and barked the order. He said, Private, give me your rifle and go to the rear. The private handed over his rifle and ran towards the north and he was seeking safety. But after going only about two or three hundred yards, he came upon another skirmish. So then he ran to the east, and he thought, I might be able to get out there. He runs to the east, and guess what? He finds another battle going on. Then he ran to the west, but he encountered more fighting there. So finally he thought to himself, forget this. He runs back to the front line, shouts to his captain, give me my rifle back because there's no rear to this battle. So when it comes to the troubles in this world, life is unfair. And you can't just run away and hide. I'm sure we can agree that in the very crazy, very challenging, very painful world that we live in, there is so much fear, there is anxiety, there is tension, there is uncertainty. However... In the midst of this, I want to share with you a tool that I believe can really build your faith in the midst of everything. And I want to show you how to apply it and invite you to do the same. It's a powerful tool um, that I use. However, some time back, ways back, I got sidetracked. Looked around too much, looked at circumstances too much, and I got sidetracked. But I refocused on it. And it helps me, and it helped me grow even closer to God, and it built my faith. 
Who knows? God might use this tool to transform your faith and build your intimacy with Him. And this tool has to do with headlines. And that's the title of my message this morning. What is your headline? What is your headline? Now, the past two to three years, it, it almost seems like our world has been dominated by fearful headlines. Um, it goes back to about February, March of 2020, and there was this mysterious new disease that had come out, this virus called coronavirus. And um, I remember when it was only called coronavirus, and then, then we started making fun of it, and then we used to think it was a beer, and we would say, do you have the Rona? Have you got Rona? Have you got Rona? But then things changed a bit, and it shifted, and then it became COVID-19, and things really started getting serious. Um, <clears throat> people were dying. Jobs were vanishing. Businesses were shutting down. And then we were told, stay at home. We weren't allowed to go anywhere. And you had to line up just to get into to the HEB. Oh, yes, and, and we mustn't forget, there was the ever-troubling global shortage of toilet paper. <laughs> Still don't understand. Then, on a serious note, things went up a notch. We had racial tension. We had political division. We had insane, illogical, woke agendas being shoved down our throat. Everything just went crazy. The illogical started becoming logical, and logical became illogical. And then since 2020, it seems headlines have just gotten worse and worse. I mean, there are so many fearful negative headlines continuing. The recession, global financial crisis, school shootings, transgenderism. People don't even know who they identify as anymore. And it just goes on and on. And then apart from the headlines, uh, how many of you noticed that there are some pastors that start their sermons just like I have? They tell you about all the craziness that's going on in the world. They tell you about how dark times are, how challenging times are. And it just makes, I don't know about you, it made me feel overwhelmed, it made me feel negative, and it made me feel helpless. So this got me thinking and meditating on the God we serve, the power and the peace of God. And I was thinking, are we as believers focusing on the wrong things instead of focusing on the Word? Now, as we talk about headlines, how many of you realize that not all headlines are true? And I don't even want to get started on that, and I don't even want to go down that road, but how many of you know that some headlines aren't true? In fact, there are some famous headlines that are incredibly inaccurate. And I'll share two of those with you to give you perspective. There is a famous headline that said, Titanic sinking, no lives lost. We only wish that that was true. It was wrong. There was another headline that said, Dewey defeats Truman. And if you're younger, you must probably say, Who, who's Dewey? Exactly. He never, be, he never beat Truman, right? All headlines you read, we must understand, they're not... They're not all true, 
And for the most part, they're sensationalized and they're extremely biased. That being said, the tool I want to share with you is I want to show you how you, how you can write your own headline with the help of God. If you're taking notes, write this down. And I'll say it slowly for you. Listen to this quote I read. It's a quote by Craig Grishel. And he said this, you can't always change your circumstance, but you can change your perspective. You can't always change your circumstance, but you can change your perspective. The reality is there is a lot of hard stuff going on in the world and probably in your life. And you can't change everything about what's going on in the world. You can't change everything about what's going on in your life. But if you're like me and you're tired of the headlines and negating, downplaying, and taking away the peace and the power of God, the good news is with God's help, you can change your perspective and your headline. I'm at a place where enough is enough. I'm done. What I'm focusing on, I'm done on what I'm focusing on. I'm not de denying the reality of what's going on, but I'm focusing on the truth. I'm focusing on what God is telling me. I'm focusing on what the Word tells me, right? In fact, we see some examples throughout Scripture where if you read into it with some creativity, the last time I preached, I told you, when I read the Word, I like being immersed in it. I draw pictures. I, I'm a visual kind of person, right? I, I, I create movies in my mind. And with some creativity, you can almost visualize some headlines that some of God's people would have written throughout the Bible. Like when Moses sent some men out to the land of Canaan to spy out the land, he's, you know, he said, go see if the soil is good. How many people are there? Are they strong? Are they weak? What does the land look like? So 12 spies went out, and they came back and basically brought back two completely different set of headlines. Exact same situation, exact same place. They went out exactly at the same time, two different perspectives. One group was Joshua and, Joshua and Caleb, who went out with a very positive perspective and came back and said, our headline is this. God is with us, and the land of milk and honey is rich with blessings for all. The other group, the other 10 spies, they went out and saw the exact same thing. But according to Scripture, when they came back, they said this, and turn with me to Numbers 13, 32. This is the report that they gave back. And they gave the children of Israel a bad report of the land which they had spied out, saying, the land through which we have gone as spies is a land that devours its inhabitants. And all the, and all the people whom we saw in it are men of great stature. So, breaking that down, not only are there giants in the land, but they also said the land we explored devours those living in it. Basically, what they were saying is the land eats people. That's what it does. And their headline would have been this. Danger lurks, the land devours the living. Same exact situation, same perspective, same, they saw everything exactly the same, but two entirely different reports. 
You can't always change your circumstance, but you can change your perspective. Joshua and Caleb had a peace. They never came back fearful. They knew the power of their God. Their perspective was not changed or focused on the negative headline of the other 10. Because let's be honest, they must have been chatting when they were coming back. So they weren't drawn into the negativity of the 10. Their focus was on the power of God, which gave them peace. They knew they were able to take the land. They said, God is with us. We are able. Perhaps the most emotional headline is one by the Apostle Paul. And if you know his story, he was graciously, graciously transformed by grace from a Christian hater to a Christian proclaimer. And he just knew, if he, he, he said to himself, if I can just get to Rome and preach the gospel, if I can just change the leader's minds from Rome, the gospel will spread throughout the entire world. And he started begging God. He started saying to God, God, I want to go to Rome and preach. I want to go to Rome and preach. And unfortunately, he didn't go to Rome and preach. Instead, the Roman government arrested him, beat him senseless, took him forcefully to Rome, locked him up, chained him to a guard, and were deciding whether to behead him or not. Can you imagine if the mainstream media were there in the day? Could you imagine the possibilities of the headlines? Listen to the following very potential real headline if they were there. Apostle Paul awaits execution. Christianity is doomed. There would be another a headline from a different source, and it would sound something like this. Apostle Paul, wrongly imprisoned, sues Roman government for tens of millions of dollars. Then there would be the opinion column. And someone would write, seven reasons why Christianity will die by the end of the first century. Can you see it? Mainstream media then. The good news is this, that if you're a follower of Christ, your life is not defined by somebody else's headline or based on a negative headline or somebody else's negative opinion. It's based on the headline of the Word of God. 1 John 4, 4 says, you are of God, little children, and you have overcome them because he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. You may be facing something today, but there is a peace and a power in the word of God to change your perspective, to change your headline, to change your thought pattern. I'm going to say it again because somebody's going to get a revelation of this this morning. You may not be able to change what you're facing, but you can change how you look at what you're facing. Your life, your ministry, your family, bless their hearts, your marriage, your children, your health is not determined by the devil's headlines. It is not determined by fear. It is not determined by the doctor's report. It is not determined by your bank account. It is not determined by the financial crisis. Your headline is based on the Word of God. Amen? Amen. And when we get a revelation of this, we don't set our mind on earthly things. We set our mind on things above. 
We're not conformed to the patterns of this world, but we're being transformed by the renewing of our minds so we can test and approve what the will of God is in our life. He's good, He's pleasing, and He's perfect will for our life. Family, we need to shift our mindset. It's not thinking on what's impure, but thinking on what's pure. It's not looking at what's wrong, it's looking at what's right. It's not being upset about what you don't have, but being super grateful for what God has given you. Amen? You can't change where you're at, and you can't change what's happening to you, but you can change your perspective, and you can change your headline. We serve a God who is so powerful, so, so powerful, that He can work in all things, everything, not just the good things, but also the bad things, to bring about something good from the bad according to His purposes. And that's exactly what the Apostle Paul did. He's facing one of the most horrible situations. Okay, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to get sidetracked. He's facing one of the most horrible situations you can imagine. He's locked up, chained to a Roman guard, waiting on the Roman government to decide, do we cut his head off? How would we react in that situation? But with the help of the Holy Spirit, by the power of the Holy Spirit, he changes the headlines. Turn with me to Philippians 1, 12 to 14, or look at the screen. And it says, I want you to know, brethren, that the things which happened to me have actually turned out for the furtherance of the gospel, that it has become evident to the whole palace guard and to all the rest that my chains are in Christ. And most of the brethren in the Lord having become confident by my chains, are much more bold to speak the word without fear. Let's break that down, shall we? He says, the things which happened to me, you may think it's bad. It may look bad. It may not look positive. I may look like I'm in trouble, but what's happened? What's happened has actually turned out for the furtherance of the gospel so that it has become evident. Look at this. In other words, I'm locked up with this guy. I'm chained to him. I'm preaching to him every single day, and my faith is building the faith of others. And it is becoming evident that those who believe in God are becoming more confident because I'm in chains. And as they become more confident, they're speaking the word of God without fear. That's how he changed his headline. Paul doesn't buy into the negative headlines. He writes his own headline. He knows who his God is. He knows where his strength comes from. He writes his own headlines. And if Paul was writing a headline, he might say this. Roman plan backfires. Apostle, preaches, Apostle Paul preaches to a captive audience. Based on his circumstance. Based on his headline, based on the peace and power of God, he flipped it on its head. And so today, you can choose and buy into the devil's headlines, which says that there is no hope for you. You'll never get through this. You're not good enough. You'll never heal. You'll never have a good relationship. You will always be alone. 
You'll always struggle financially, and you'll never be close to God. You're not ready for the second coming of Christ. You're not ready for the end times. You can buy the, 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 the devil's headlines, or you can change your perspective, and you can say, my God is always with me. My God is always for me. Even though I don't like what I see, I know God is working in me. My God is my provider. He is my healer. He is my provider in every circumstance, in every situation. Amen? John 16.33 says, I have said these things to you, that in me you may have peace. This is Jesus speaking. If Jesus speaks, I listen. In the world you will have tribulation. Jesus understands. He doesn't negate the fact that there's going to be tribulation. In this world you'll have tribulation. But take heart. I have overcome the world. We must understand that peace in Scripture is not merely the absence of conflict. The true biblical picture of peace is more like a garden. It's a place where there is life where there is flourishing, where there is prosperity, there is bounty, there is fruitfulness in every conceivable way. That's the biblical idea of peace. You can have a storm raging. There's trees still standing outside. They still have leaves on. There's craziness happens, but they're still standing firm. The true peace that we have is that we still stand strong regardless of what's going on. We're in the eye of the storm where there's peace. Everything is going crazy, but we're still standing strong. We are still blessed. We are still fruitful. We are still flourishing. We still have bounty. We still have life. Amen? And oftentimes, Scripture describes peace, and it talks about a peace that somehow transcends our circumstance. It's something we don't understand, but it transcends our circumstances. Remember how Jesus said in John 14, 27, you can see on the screen, it says, peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you, not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. Let not your heart be troubled. Jesus gives a peace that the world cannot give that the world cannot offer you. We might define this peace as a supernatural peace, a spiritual grace, a spirit-given grace which gives us a sense of inner well-being, a harmony, a contentment, a rest, a satisfaction in God, a peace that transcends our circumstances, a peace that transcends our own understanding. This is a peace that comes from the Spirit of Christ, and that Spirit is living inside of you. It's ruling inside of you. It's reigning inside of you. It controls you. That is that peace that's inside of you. And since we've been raised with Christ, what we do is we set our mind on things above, We're not on things below. We think on things that are excellent, that are pure, that are praiseworthy before God. And what we're doing is we're focusing God to write our headline. Paul in Philippians 4, 7 tells us that rather being anxious, if we will entrust ourselves, if we give everything to God, if we will pray, if we offer thanksgiving to God, If we will let our request be made known to God, he tells us this, the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, 
will guard our minds and guard our hearts. It'll protect us. It'll protect our mind. It'll protect our heart. It'll fortify our heart. That word God means garrison. It's a protection. It's a wall of protection around our hearts and our minds. It will take care of us. And even when the world around us seems to be falling apart, the peace of God can protect us. It can fortify our hearts. We know that God is for us. He is not against us. We can be at peace in the midst of difficult circumstances. Amen. Isaiah 41.10, one of my favorite Bible verses, and it includes five awesome promises. I'm going to share those awesome promises with you. Knowing and trusting in these promises will help us through all the storms. It'll help us when things come and we don't know what to do. And that includes all the negative headlines that we may face. Isaiah 41.10, it says this, Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Yes, I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Look at these promises, five promises. I am with you. I am your God. I will help you. I will strengthen you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. You see what you see what we're doing today. You see what we are doing. We are renewing our minds. We are changing our perspective. Our circumstance hasn't changed. But we're renewing our mind by the word of God and we're shifting our perspective not on the things that we're going to but going through but on what the word of God says. And this is what I've been doing. Because to be honest, in the past, I've had some really awesome highs. I've had some mediums. I've had some lows. But then I've had some really, really low times. So I'm continually renewing my mind. I'm practicing different habits. I'm looking at things differently. I'm focusing on the Word. And every headline, every circumstance, I'm filtering it through what the Word of God says in that circumstance and in that situation. I'm not denying the reality, but I'm deciding. I'm putting the lens of the Word on, and I'm going to look at the reality through the Word of God. So this is one of the tools I've been using. I write my own headline. I'm looking for good things. I'm looking for positive things, things that are praiseworthy. I'm changing my perspective. Now, Pastor Matt and Brooks are annoyingly great at this. When I look at a donut, I sometimes see the hole. They see the glazing. They see all the goodness, right? They're annoyingly great at that. How many of you have got a person in your life that is annoyingly great at something, right? I've got two. I've got two. And they're so good at it. Now, you may be thinking, well, good for you, pastor. You and your wonderful pastoral life and your perfect life and your perfect family and all the roses that go with it. Guess what? I've got real challenges where I'm at. I've got real stuff happening in my life. Guess what? So do we. Just three weeks ago, we had a painful family tragedy happen in our family. But we chose to write our headline based on what the Word of God says. 
We chose to look at it differently through the perspective of the word, not what the world around us said, not when family attacked us, not when people said things about us, not when people condemned, judged, threw stones. We can't, always cha- we can't always change our circumstance. We can't always change the diagnosis. We can't always fix a relationship on our own. We can't always get a child back to Jesus. We can't always rebuild our faith in a moment after we've been let down and stabbed in the back. And we can't always heal from a hurt or a betrayal in three seconds. And, but I promise you this. I promise you this. If we look up, if we look to God, your perspective, our headline by the power of God can and will change. If we're going to give God praise, let's do better than that. Come on. So here's what's going to happen. Today, tomorrow, this week, you will open, or we will open, a news app. And I hope you do. We need to stay informed. We can't be ostriches with a head in the ground. You'll turn on whatever your biased news source is. You'll watch the video of a latest conspiracy theory that your best friend that is informed sent you. You'll encounter negative thoughts, feelings, and emotions, and you may not be able to change what's going on out there, but God can change what's going on in here and what's going on in here. And instead of being postured from a place of fear and anxiety, hurt and pain, you can step in with faith, knowing that you're a light to this world that you have been called by God to make a difference. And you'll start calling those things that are not as though they were. You will, with faith, write your headline based on the power, the peace, and the Word of God. Amen? And I believe there will be somebody who will have this headline. Person asks for help to escape addiction. That very thing that's been holding you back, that's been holding you hostage for so long, that thing that makes you feel shame, that thing that you're afraid to tell someone about, that thing that you can't get over, but it comes back again and again and again. You finally ask for help and you confess to God, you confess to people. Now your headline will say this, the healing process begins. That's your headline. And you may not be connected to a group, But we have so many groups here at Christian Family Church that you can get connected to. People praying for you, caring for you, discipling you, mentoring you, so that your headline is, the healing process begins. There might be someone, and your headline currently is, hurting woman cries out to God. You've been betrayed. You've been let down. You've been told you're not good enough. Your heart aches, and instead of staying inward, you look upward. And your headline says, finally finds freedom in forgiveness. Because whom the Son, Jesus, sets free is free indeed. You'll get connected to a freedom group where you can let go of your past and those things that have been holding you back. 
And let me tell you, there's some believers that are sitting in church and they need to let go of baggage. They need to let go of hurts. They need to let go of pain. They need to let go of those things that are holding them back so they can step into the newness that God has for them, the purpose, the destiny that He has for them. Or there is someone, and you've been sitting on the sidelines for a long time, and you say, you're almost like the, the sideline coach, they should do this, the church should do that, the church should do this. And your headline now is going to say this, church member says yes to serving, plans to change others' lives, but ends up changing their own life because they find fulfillment, they find purpose, they find destiny, they join the dream team and they fulfill what God has for them, amen. And so it was the Apostle Paul who said this, and I love what he says, he's so raw, he's so real, and he acknowledges what's real, but... There is a but. He brings God's perspective in the middle of the trials. And he says this, we are hard pressed on every side. We are not crushed. We may be perplexed, but we are not in despair. We are persecuted, but not abandoned. We're struck down. And today you may feel struck down right now, and, but you're still here. You're still standing. You're not destroyed. If you're not dead, you're not done. Therefore, because Christ is risen, we do not lose heart for our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. So like Paul, we don't fix our, on our, our thoughts on below. We fix our thoughts on above. We fix our eyes on what is not what is seen, but what is unseen. Since what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. What are you focusing on and how are you seeing it? On temporary or eternal? Remember, before we pray, the devil does not define what happens in your life. The media does not define what happens in your life. The government, and I don't care on which spectrum you sit on, does not define what happens in your life. What, ha what happens in your job doesn't define you. What happens when somebody is nasty to you doesn't define you. What somebody did to you does not define you. Where you are today does not determine where you can be tomorrow. Headlines will always be there. Bad circumstances will always be there. Don't be consumed. Don't get sucked into the negativity. You can't always change your circumstance, but you can change your perspective. What is your headline today? What is your headline today? What filter are you seeing things through today? I want to pray with you this, mo this morning. So bow your heads, raise your hands to heaven. Think about what you're going through this morning. In actual fact, let's stand. I, I really sense the Holy Spirit is doing a work here this morning. He's touching hearts. He's changing perspectives. He's renewing your mind so that you are able to see things for what it actually is.
thank you, Holy Spirit, that you're changing perspectives today. Those of us here in the sanctuary and those of you watching online, we may be facing something difficult. And in our own strength, we wish we could change it, but we probably can't. Father, we need your help to change where we're at. We need you to intervene, Lord. We need your help. So as hands are lifted up all over the sanctuary, all over this place, those of you watching online, doesn't matter where you're at, raise your hands to heaven. Don't be ashamed of the gospel. Don't be ashamed of Jesus. Raise your hands where you're at. In actual fact, if you feel or you know that your headline is one of these, that you're not good enough, you don't feel like you're good enough, you've been hurt, you've been abused, you've been broken, you've been lied about, your job is rough, you've got consumed into the negativity of this world and you just don't think that you can make it, you're hanging on by a thread financially, you don't know what you're going to do. I want you to come to the front. I want you to be bold. I want you to renew your mind. I want you to change your perspective. Come to the front so we can pray with you. You may be feeling, I just don't know how this is going to work. I can't figure things out. I, I, I just, based on what you've been seeing and feeling and what you've been going through, that is not your future. That is not what God has for you. That is not his plan for you. Last night I sensed it and I sensed it strongly this morning again. You don't know how to say it to someone, but you're addicted to prescription drugs and you want to get rid of the stuff. The Lord can set you free. In an instant, He can set you free. And because of those prescription drugs, you can't see things clearly for what it is. Your mindset has been numbed and dulled out. The Lord wants to set you free. You've been lied to. By the enemy from the moment you were adopted. I'm going to flip this on you. Because you were adopted doesn't equate to rejection. It's God's second chance for your life. God wants you to know that. I'm going to do a corporate prayer and then I'm going to come down. I'm going to lay hands of those of you that are in front here. And babies, if you'll help me. Thank you, Lord. Hands raised in faith, knowing that you're working and moving on our behalf, Father. Lord, I pray in the middle of real trials and significant pain, we're not negating that, God. We pray for those that are battling with anxiety, depression, suicidal thoughts. 
or dealing with incredibly difficult people. Scared we may lose our job. Financially, don't know which way to turn. Lord, these are real issues that your children are facing. But today we're saying enough is enough. We're tired of the negative headlines. Lord, we depend on you. We rely on you. We look at our circumstances and situations through the lens of your word. We are re-looking, rewriting the headlines that are taking a place around us today. We will not be conformed to this world, but we will be transformed by your word. You have called us for a time such as this. We are a light. We are the salt to proclaim your good news, to proclaim the gospel. And just as Paul We may feel like we're in chains. But in actual fact, we're bold and confident because you are with us. You hold us up with your right hand. You are leading and guiding us in spirit and in truth. And we will not be conformed to what is being said. But we will be obedient to your word and we will be a light. We will change the circumstances. We will move forward through your word, through your peace, and through your power. Thank you, Lord, that you're doing a work in every single person's life. At the sound of my voice, those that are in the sanctuary, those that are watching online. They shift their focus. They change their perspective. They change their lens. They hold on to you, Lord. And in your presence, Father, we know that you are changing headlines. I am forgiven. I am set free. I am a great wife. I am a good husband, a great husband. I will not commit suicide. I have purpose. I have destiny. The drugs, I don't need them. I just need your spirit, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Those of you that are standing in the sanctuary, just continue worshiping God. Stand and praise Him. Thank Him for what He has done. Thank Him that He's giving you a new headline. He's giving you a new perspective. He's changing things for your good. Amen. Be Participate. Don't just watch. Participate. Speak to the Lord in this moment. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. New perspective, change in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Healing now in Jesus' name. Wholeness in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for your presence. Thank you for your presence. Thank you for your presence. the past but defined by your word and the future that you have for me in Jesus name thank you for healing Lord that brokenness 
Thank you, Father, for mending, making whole right now in Jesus' name. Thank you for a fresh touch right now in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord, that you envelop her with your unconditional love. You are renewing her mind right now in the name of Jesus, that she is worth it right now in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Thank you for your presence right now. Those negative words, that gossip is broken. Those evil words are broken. They're cursed at the root right now in the name of Jesus. They will no longer hold you in bondage. In Jesus' name. Because of that beautiful act on the cross, you are set free in Jesus' name. Set free in Jesus' name. Purpose and destiny you will fulfill in the Lord. In Jesus' name. You will never be the same again from today. In Jesus' name, by the power of God that is working in and through you, you will step out in faith knowing that he's leading and guiding you. A supernatural peace and boldness will come over you in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord, for restoration. That what was lost will be given back in good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over in Jesus' name. Mentally, physically, financially, emotionally, returned in full in Jesus' name. Those thoughts of where was God in the midst of everything that was going on, He was right there, working all things for good. People will stand amazed at the transformational change in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for wholeness. Thank you, Lord, that she knows she is accepted by you, that she's complete in you, in every area, every aspect, in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for refreshing. Thank you for perspective. Thank you for direction in her life right now in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. You are showing the leading and guiding. And that tugging on her heart, Lord, is a confirmation that she needs to go the way that you have showed her. Confusion will go and clarity will come in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. You're not done yet, 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 Lord. You will complete what you have started, Father. In the natural, we can't see it. 
but in the spirit it is done and complete in the name of Jesus thank you Lord thank you for faithfulness Lord thank you for joy Lord. thank you for peace Lord thank you Father for the words of faith coming from her mouth right now in the name of Jesus in Jesus name in Jesus name in Jesus name out to you will not go unanswered those moments of crying out there will be fruit there will be provision in Jesus name the Lord has not let you go he has not forgotten about you he has heard your cry he has seen you standing at the window staring out and crying out to him There is a reward for faithfulness and honoring. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father, for your presence right now that is touching her. It is flooding her from the top of her head to the soles of her feet. She is feeling a love and an acceptance that she has never felt in her life before. Her life is not determined by past relationships. Her life is not determined by what people have said. You are more than enough. You are good enough. You are fearfully and wonderfully made by the Lord. Fearfully and wonderfully made. And those questions that you've been asking why, I love you. I care about you. I'm there for you. I will never leave you. I'll never forsake you. I am more than enough. I am filling those emotions of loss. I'm filling with overflowing, with peace, with joy, unspeakable. An unconditional love is going to flood you wave after wave after wave after wave after wave. You will never be the same again.
Thank you for your healing power that is flowing through her right now in the name of Jesus, touching every fiber, every sinew of her body right now in the name of Jesus. From the top of her head to the soles of her feet. Thank you, Lord, that her body is coming into line the way you created it, Father. In Jesus' name. Pain will go right now in the name of Jesus. Complete wholeness and restoration is her portion right now in the name of Jesus. The reports are not determining what you have for her. Isaiah 53 verse 5, by the stripes of Jesus, she is whole, healed, and well in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. A fresh touch, a fresh pouring of your spirit all over her right now in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Apathy goes. Fear goes. Uncertainty goes right now in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. boldness knowing that you're in control father will flood her heart right now she'll be declaring from the rooftops about your goodness your grace and your mercy all the days of her life never to be the same again in jesus name thank you lord thank you father for healing emotionally physically spiritually right now in the name of Jesus thank you Lord God a new joy a fresh touch right now in the name of Jesus thank you Lord blessing that is upon him thank you father that your favor surrounds him as a shield thank you for what you're doing in and through him thank you for new opportunities in jesus name amen